Hello, and thanks for listening to Seal City SD, Laxtown, USA. I'm Nick McCann, and I'm joined by Seals Jagoff. Hey, it's totally normal for podcasts to have like 18 months between episodes, right? Yeah, we just had to we had to get that out of the way, you know, learn some things about ourselves and, and the world. We're also joined <laughs> by Andy Keats. What up, fellas? We're back. It's Seals Week, everybody. That's what's that's what's important. And uh, yeah, Friday night. I I need this really badly, guys. I don't know where you're at, but uh, Friday night's going to be a really important um, sporting event in my life. I don't know about you. As far as I'm concerned, the pandemic's over because yeah. Yeah. starting Friday at 7 p.m., it's done. I've heard a lot of people say things like the pandemic isn't over for anyone until it's over for everyone. And while I appreciate the sentiment, I think what's actually the case is the pandemic isn't over until I can watch mid-major professional sports in Pechanga Arena. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I need closure. The last, the last sporting event that before the pandemic was famously the Seals Star Wars night. Really, right when the the franchise who had had a lot of obstacles going into that, um, they really were hitting their stride. It was a, it was a great night. Everybody was a li- starting to get a little freaked out. Um, few days later the nba would shut down along with uh sports in north america <laughs> and uh tom hanks got it and i you know schools got shut down <laughs> yeah so. and it's been nearly two years since anybody played professional indoor lacrosse in the united states yeah for, for so. me that that star wars night is the official start of the pandemic because it, it for me i think it was the last public just appearance that i had really like other than going to work um <laughs> that sticks out in my head is like that that it's amazing we got that in before the before a global pandemic we, we got to watch austin stotts wearing a, a chewbacca jersey like it's just <laughs> such a such a great memory for us to to look back on before hundreds of thousands of people died in a global pandemic i want to yeah. i also want to look back at a lot of you know and i feel for these people they're working really hard in a in a sports league that's not as big as some of the other sports leagues but the, you know the seals were pumping out content the whole time. You know, Steve Govett was doing cooking shows. It was, they were trying to keep themselves in our, in our, in our purview. And, you know, I think they did about as good as they could, you know, the seals never left us. That's what I feel. That's how I feel. (laughs) Yeah. It was a, it was a content strategy based around a pandemic that was going to last two months. It was not one that was, (laughs) that was built to last two years, but, uh, but I commend them for, for what they did. You know, I was, I was printing out the uh, coloring uh, pages of the seals coloring pages for my kid. Yep. I, uh, (laughs) that's right. I forgot about uh, seal story time. Seal story time. That's right. Brody Miller, Brody Merrill is just a killer reading, reading those stories. I, I would, Check in on that on their IG live like every yeah. day. Like, Seals oh. art, Seals art lessons was big <laughs> in, in the HJ household. Yeah. So this is uh this is gonna be an emotional time. I'm actually getting my booster shot on Saturday, so this is like a, a level of closure this weekend. I think mm-hmm. um, we're back. So yeah, <laughs> I maybe I'll I'll make an addendum. It's not walking into Pechanga when the pandemic will be over. It's when I get that first two dollar 
blood orange latitude 33 <laughs> IPA. Yeah. You know, that that's actually the most important seals news that we haven't been given yet is what the $2 beer is going to be on Saturday. It's critical yeah, for me. It is. It is important information. We'll find it's out. A, the stakes know. are really high. They, they have to nail it. I think that's the important <laughs> thing. I mean, I started buying, I started based on their opening night of their first season. I started just drinking latitude 33 all the time. It, it became a lot of like <laughs> Yeah, that's what they had on the first night. There's a two dollar <laughs> beer, so which was a, re- a real mess, also because it was the it was the the highest alcohol beer I think that they had as as the two dollar beer, which made the night j- just extra festive for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So we got the 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 season is starting, I guess, on Friday, and you know what what do we have to look forward to? Um, it looks like. Austin Stotts won't be with us. That's that sucks. That's a, a real tragedy, you know, that he he re-injured himself. And um not we, entirely we a, surprising, right? Not I mean, surprising. Yeah, I, I've torn my ACL, you know. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. happens. Podcasters, athletes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is a bu- it is a bummer. So it'll be uh what he, he's he will have now missed all or part of two of the last three seasons. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. So I, I guess from a, a roster perspective, the losses since we last saw the Seals, which was quite a while ago, um, were Austin Stott's injury. They have traded Connor Fields. Connor Fields is no longer that's, on the team. Yeah. Um, and then the additions are well, Kyle Buchanan was pretty big. Oh, I mean, and Kyle he, Buchanan. Been a, yes, he, he was a big part of the, the early Seals history. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so Kyle and Kyle Buchanan also is gone. Um, the additions, I would say, are we can talk about this. So I know we're all very conflicted. Uh, Dane Doby, yes, our, Dane. <laughs> our sworn yeah. enemy is yeah. now a member of the San Diego Seals. Just, just to uh, be clear, we have zero interest in in knowing why he was suspended. So that that's our that's, that's my not, current uh, that's my current feeling on it. That's been the long-standing editorial position of this program is that that's none of our business. Yeah, Yeah, that's none of our business. And it's totally in the purview of the league to keep that private if that's what they want to do. We've always said that. And probably the (laughs) fact that they are keeping it private makes me believe that it's something entirely innocent that is definitely not newsworthy. I've always, yeah, that it was like a cue. It's like, well, if it was a big deal, they would tell us. They're not telling us. Therefore, it's not a big deal. You can't distract from the, the lacrosse, right? Right. Uh, so well, uh, other additions are, uh, you know, I, I would say the two biggest additions are two rookies, um, two rookies, which means at this point that they were drafted in 2020 uh-huh. and then were allowed to play an additional year in college. Um, and the 2021 draft picks are still playing in college this spring. Um, but so the the two rookies are, Mac O'Keefe, who is the all-time leading goal scorer in NCAA Division I lacrosse history out of Penn State, uh-huh. and Trey LeClaire, who is a, uh, a, a big offensive player from Ohio State, who's also Canadian. Uh, Trey LeClaire was actually the, the top pick in that 2020 draft for the Seals. Uh, O'Keefe was also in the first round, but was, was taken later. Uh, but it does seem like O'Keefe is the one that is more central in the team's promotions uh, yeah. to this point than than Trey LeClaire. I've I've seen more of, of O'Keefe in their Instagram videos and that sort of thing. 
it looked it looked like in their practice sessions that they were posting videos on. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of Trey Leclaire in there, and that okay. it was it was trying to build, uh, trying to show that there was a lot of chemistry being built with like Dane Doby, which, which for for whatever faults Doby allegedly but most likely doesn't have. Um, <laughs> he he's known as like a, a great leader of, yeah. of a team. Like he, uh, most of the reports out of Calgary were, you know, he's just a great people person. And so I think it's, while he's certainly great on the field and he's going to score like a buttload of goals this year, uh, it, it may be really helpful that he's, he's kind of like a glue guy as well as an, you know, an MVP of the league. Um, yeah. As far as like helping along a lot of these uh you know, like recent draftees that are going to be making their professional, actually not professional debuts. Cause I think they played PLL. PLL. But, both of those guys played PLL. Yeah. yeah but right. they're professional box careers. Right. Doesn't, yeah, that, so, doesn't that make it easier for Westberg to, to not have the, all the leadership rested on his shoulders. Isn't that, I mean, he, he's never really played a complete season in that capacity. I not for us, but for although, sure. but, yeah, and and Berg and, and Doby had been teammates before, so yeah, they presumably right. have a relationship. Um, and so yeah, so Berg Westberg is back, Zach Greer is back, Casey Jackson is back, and then on the defensive side, Brody Merrill uh, is again the captain, and uh, uh, the uh, Cam Holding, who has uh, also been a, a major part of the defense, is 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 back as well. Um, Matt Sykes, who was a, a rookie a couple of years ago, uh, plays defense. I would. I'll have my eyes on him. Seemed like he was, they were working him in more and more uh, back before they had to stop playing lacrosse for two years. Um, so I don't know. I think that's, that's a, a pretty healthy trip through the roster. And uh, well, they have another hot rookie. I think Patrick Shumay, who I read a lot about is going to be okay. a key possible defender. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about him. I think he went to Rochester Institute of technology Um yeah, right. So, you know, that's a name to it's a name to remember, right? Yeah. And Frank the Tank is back in the cage yeah. as well. Yeah. So, where, where did do, we leave? Do we know who our back <laughs> goalie is? So, so yeah. we, we tried many times to stoke a goalie a controversy. Uh, but I don't even remember who. Oh, it's. Uh, <laughs> Was it Belgrave or who's the. <laughs> no, Bel- Belgrave's the transition player. Wait, who's 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 the backup? When we last left the seals, Frank was benched, wasn't he? Wasn't that? Yeah, there yes. was a, there was a controversy. He was and he was injured. We 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 yeah. found out later that he it was um, it was Demude, Nick Demude. Yes, Nick. That's yeah. right. Sorry, Demude. Yeah. Um, he was taken in the expansion draft, I believe. He was unprotected and then taken in the expansion draft, if I'm not mistaken. Connor Fields was traded in the uh, on draft day for uh, a first round pick and a later second round pick, I believe. So uh, the, the the Connor Fields experiment came to an abrupt end. Yes. Yeah. So so Frank is two years older, and we're just we're going with him. That's riding the... with Frank the Tank. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Woodsy does yeah. not need to come up with a new uh, a new catchphrase for for every save. Uh, thank, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'm expecting a big night from him on set on Friday. Woods. I, by the- <laughs> yeah. if, he, if he, if he has a voice to do his show on Monday morning, he did not do his job yeah. on Saturday on Friday evening. Looking forward to an incredible ska playlist from Mike Grace as well with, with almost two years to prepare for this. I think, I think he has to nail that. Yeah. I mean, the, the Dane Doby 
sorry, the Dave Domi thing is so funny to me because that was a formative thing that we all decided we hated. It, it, he basically formed Seals Twitter, right? I mean, that... he, really, he was a big part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but we can turn I... it. We can, we can, we can rally behind him, I think. Yeah. Well, so we have a, a Twitter DM, the, the three of us. And, uh, it was it was grim in there when we signed when we signed Adobe. No one no one knew quite how to react. But uh, I mean, at this point, we've all recognized that he's an uncon- uncontroversial sweetheart, and that we're happy to welcome in, in, him into the nest. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I, I don't think it can be stressed enough, though, that the seals signed the. Is he the defending? MVP yeah. of the last I, he must, full season. He, yeah. he was the 2019 yeah. MVP of, of the league and, and the seals signed him. And yes. I, I actually did research. I, I looked up on the union tribune uh, the last time they wrote an article about the seals and it's, it's years ago. Um, <laughs> you would think that, that a local team signing literally the best player in the league would, would merit some kind of recognition somewhere, but it seems like it's largely fallen under the radar of, of, of the city. Yeah, uh, it's true. You know, m- maybe the uh, the sports page over there didn't want to steer into the controversy controversy and, and tangle with the, the sticky question about why he was suspended. And so they just uh, steered clear of the whole thing. Or am I giving them too much credit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, they are known to steer clear of... Uh, big names in the city's uh sports uh i'm talking about mike d here yes i was, I was yeah. gonna ask yeah, yeah yes, mike d. well they did like a didn't they do like a series on the pachanga sports they did, they did and they did yeah. but that was years some... ago that was like I, we, we actually did a podcast in response to the mediocre write-up that they gave the seals <laughs> yeah i'm still angry about it it's bullshit yeah it was ziegler too wasn't it no, it wasn't. No, it, wasn't it was another guy. It was another guy. Yeah. Uh, but I would, I would imagine Ziegler would, would have unpleasant things to say about the uh, the San Diego Seals. Why aren't the Seals playing in a pandemic? They should be playing inside. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is actually where this podcast left off is us us uh, arguing that the Seals and the NLL should be playing in front of no crowds for our entertainment. The bubble, but, the NLL bubble. <laughs> the NLL bubble. <laughs> Remember the indoor soccer bubble? That was that was a yeah, that was a night. <laughs> oh, are, are you interested in lighting millions of dollars on fire? Here's a <laughs> here's a good way to do it. Let me send you the podcast. Yeah. So, so yeah. one thing that uh, so my my thought after watching the off season was we signed the literal MVP of the league. Uh, mm-hmm. The league must be pretty excited about the seals, and then I. I logged on to a inside lacrosse.com and ESPN property and checked their uh, projections for the season. And out of the 14 teams, they have the seals as the 10th ranked team, which was a little surprising to me. Their highest vote was for eighth. The lowest was 11th. So they're being picked pretty much across the board to be solidly mediocre, very, you know, classic San Diegan. Um uh-huh. Uh, does that surprise you guys as much as me? It does. It does. The I'm trying to see, I'm, I'm trying to look up some uh, odds because you know Canadian sports books do yeah. take take odds on the the seals. I'm wondering if the, what the uh, 
what the Canadian sports books have as the um, championship odds, basically. So you guys vamp for a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what I can find here. Yeah. I mean, what, what are the, what is the top ranked team right now? Is it's. So uh, the seals are being picked. Uh, I think, let's see. The number one team is, is our, I don't know. Are they hated? I don't think we hate them. I think we like them, but maybe we should change that. The Saskatchewan rush. I think uh, we who, like them. I think we're, we're like, we don't like them, but we're, we're cool with them. Right? Yeah. So pretty much across the board, they are selected as the uh, best team in the NLL for, for next, next season. Right. Um, this name popped out at me. Uh, he used to play for the Vancouver warriors. I only know his name because his last name is beers, but he, he did always seem to be a, a seals killer when we played Vancouver, uh, Matt beers. So Saskatchewan added him, which I guess is a big addition for them. Um, and just in general, the, the predictors, the, 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 uh, Northern media from Canada seems to yeah. very much love Saskatchewan. Um, they also, let's see, they also love uh, Calgary, who, despite losing the MVP of the league, they're still selecting as the fourth best team in, in, in the NLL. So I don't know. How much can we trust this? Because they've always been down on the Seals and their predictions, and the Seals have always overperformed. So it, it's difficult to say. Exactly right. Well said. Fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Stamp, you're on notice. Dane Doby's one of us now. We're in the market for a new enemy. Steven Stamp, it's you. Well, I, re- I remember really hating Vancouver the, during the first season because they they played Stotts really well. They like they isolated Stotts every game and really killed the the Seals' offense. I remember just being frustrated by that over well, I think and that, over. Again. That was a lot of that was a lot. Matt Beers, like he's yeah. been a thorn in the side of the Seals for years now. Um, unfortunately he's still in the you know the division but um but this week we're playing the we're playing the warriors who were picked as the 12th best team the third worst in the nll so i'd have to think those canadian odds are on our side for this week (laughs) and we got this i mean they're west coast canada so (laughs) right Yeah. So the, the general consensus seems to be that the seals are going to be excellent on the offensive side. And in the, in the last season, the shortened season, they, they were also excellent on the offensive side. The consensus seems to be that our problems are on defense. Um, and they're surprised that all of the attention of uh, Patrick Merrill over the off long off season was, was on the offensive side. So, you know, you, you talked about Frank, the tank earlier and he was horrendous. I mean, bad let's say he's bad uh last season part of me wonders if a lot of the improvement can just be frank not being as bad as last season and being as good as he was two seasons ago as far as like saving goals because there were an awful lot of goals that would go through his legs that weren't they weren't really failures of the defense they were they were failures of the of the goalie yeah i think that's I, i it was hard to uh place much blame on on the defense because there were you know, giveaway shots uh that that were going in and to right. the point that he was he was getting bet or he was getting benched randomly yeah or not randomly uh often I should say so yeah hmm. yeah I, I yeah i remember 
there was a bit debate that we were having about like whether or not it was systematic or if it was Frank, but then we find out later that, you know, Frank probably had a nagging injury. Who is, the, who is the backup on the team though? Is, do we know what the, yeah, so I have names. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> we have two. Uh, I don't know which one made the active roster, uh, but one of them has a great name, Skylar winery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our other goalie is Christopher Origlieri. Okay. I don't. Oh, uh, Winery. Okay, Moose. His name's Moose oh, Winery. He goes by Moose. Yeah. yeah. So Moose is on the practice roster. So he didn't make the team. Or Origlieri is our official backup goalie. Origlieri is backup. Yeah. Interesting. So when we're ready to start a new goalie controversy. Origlieri is our guy. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to do a moose versus tank? Moose versus the tank? <laughs> I mean, I would like that. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. For for Woods's <laughs> for Woods's benefit, Moose would be the guy that needs to that needs to come in there. Yeah, this is this is gonna be fascinating. What what do you guys think about the the involvement of ESPN with this league now? Uh, that's that's a big deal. Is that is that Joe's doing? Do we know? <laughs> I feel it, like everything positive that happens to lacrosse is Joe's. Joe's it seems doing. like a Joe thing, but it also uh, makes makes me remember, uh, like, what do we need to subscribe to for this? Yeah, that's uh, ESPN Plus, I'm guessing, which means, like, I've been avoiding that for a while, but now I guess I have to do that. Like, yeah. I feel like the team should be blast. I, mean, I, I know they're trying to get people in the arena, but. I feel like we should be warned by now. Like it's uh, all right three days hey. before the game. I, I want to be told what to subscribe to. So I have uh, I have found here the future, the 2021-2022 NLL futures odds. And the San Diego Seals have the fourth best odds to win the championship. Really? Yeah, fourth best. Well, we should trust them and not these zeros at inside lacrosse, right? I would much rather put my faith in people who are – presumably making money by taking bets on this than uh, on uh, inside <laughs> lacrosse. So yeah, the, that that's what we got here. Fourth best. Who, who, who is the casino so that I too can put a bet in cool bets, cool bets. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Future odds produced by cool bet sports book. I've, I've taken notes of this yeah. very reputable casino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to know the name of the guy. who's just a sharp, like he's like, he knows the NLL yeah. back and forth and he's just making tons of money betting. On it. Yeah. It's There's Sask, gotta be a guy. Sask rush fans. Sask right. rush <laughs> fans. He's he bets a lot. Got my San Diego trip money. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see that guy this year. Sask rush. Reach out, man. If you're coming yeah. down, well, we will show you a time. It's been, yeah. it's been too long, pal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be such an epic night on Friday. I can't wait. So, so let's talk about Friday specifically. Uh, what are you guys most excited for? Is it meeting in the parking lot? Is it uh face off? Is it the, uh, the parade of low riders before the game? Well, I, I think it's probably, it's actually probably the game for me. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to, to see the game again. Also, I think my son won't be terrified of salty this time around. Uh, so that's something to look forward to. He was uh, very interested in him last time around and then would be uh, petrified as soon as we got close. So I'm hoping that goes a little bit better now that he's two years older. Yeah. It's he a big... to a point where he'll be fascinated with the sirens. 
<laughs> he's not that old. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're a visual spectacle. I mean, my they are a visual my three, spectacle. When my daughter was three, like she, or four, she was very much taken by the sirens. Yeah, so maybe he will like them. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how much of that of the pregame and in-game production sticks around. How much of the the fireworks, the uh, ribbon dancing from the the hanging from the rafters. What's that called? Ribbon. Uh, yeah. Ribbon dancing. Ribbon, dancing? ribbon dancing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Is know. That right. Uh, that stuff and the the low riders. What if whether all that makes it? Whether. Uh, you know, Joe Sy still still got love for all of that. That'll I mean, that'll be you, exciting. You'd have to think they're bringing everything they've got for this first game, at least Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the way that they've been pushing tickets, and, and I'm expecting a great crowd on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. I think people have been waiting for arena sports to come back. Like the goals, I think have been doing pretty well, I, I, and the seals have been they've been making a real effort. I think to to yeah. get people into that arena. We should. I mean. We should note here that, man, the seals throughout their their start in this uh, in this town. Year one, the league goes on strike and they get delayed, and their whole rollout plan uh, gets uh, held up. Year two, they make the playoffs. Year three, just as they're starting to like make some progress and and start playing well again and play well, then COVID happens, right? So. Uh, this will be, will this be their first opportunity at like a, a, a regular old season? Uh, yes, I yeah, think, I right? I think it will be. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. this is a big night. I mean, they, yeah, I, I think I'm more excited. I, I want to see what it feels like just to watch an NLO game and just the rhythm of the game and, and, the, and the music. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, I think it's a really fun product and I just, I haven't sat in, sat and watched one in you know i want to i want just want to feel that again i like i like the music that mike plays when the even when the the seals get scored on they have he has that like dark music that he plays every time it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's really well done and i you know i tell people when they come they should just get used to that because it's that's how they do it but, uh. do, do does the san diego uh, sports world and the san diego twitter sports world particularly still have time and energy for pachanga wars i hope so i hope so because <laughs> then we're back then we're we really back it. yeah yeah well you um, know i think there might be some there is going to be some backlash because of you know joe's positioning in like you know politics and in, in china that are, oh yeah we did get to, do- we, got to dodge <laughs> we got to dodge all of that too didn't we yeah basically. we got to dodge that but uh you know <laughs> Between that and Dobie, we, we're at well, the top ones. <laughs> I mean, the size stuff doesn't seem to be hurting the nets, right? I mean, no, no. no. Or, or, or the NBA or LeBron <laughs> yeah. James or right. you know, any, anything. David Morey's working. Yeah. Daryl Morey. Yeah. Daryl Morey. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, do we, when the, the playoffs would be basically at the beginning of, what, May, May, May or April. Yeah. April. Yeah. I mean, could, could this be the first, this could be the first title run for this town. <laughs> Who knows? Anything could happen in the NLL. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they say. Yeah. I don't know. Have, have the Gauls won a title? Yes. They, they have I won mean, the... ta- Taylor cups before. 
yes, yeah. Taylor Cups and Soccers are have won many championships. I, mean, I guess you, I've, I guess you've restarted the Pachanga Wars by not yeah. counting whatever they've done. That's, Nick, that's Nick basically the opening a, salvo. Yeah, Nick was just trying to start a personal war with Craig Elston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did a bubble. They tried the bubble. That was good. It, yeah. it certainly gave me energy. I mean. I, I paid for the pay-per-view. I, I watched it. I was hungry for local sports. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. You know, it's a grim time. <laughs> yeah. There was not much happening, but it's over. I'm so glad the pandemic is finally over on Friday at 7 PM. Yeah. Yes. So it's, yeah, we'll, we'll be there in the parking lot. If you guys, if anybody wants to say hi, we're <laughs> our normal spot over by the, uh, what is it? An Arco station. So the yeah, gas station like over that. there. Yeah. The Maybe. gas station, uh, just past the Chick-fil-A. Yes. Yeah, just That's look for a, a handful of dudes just standing around awkwardly in a, <laughs> yeah. in a circle. You know, maybe eating some Chick-fil-A yeah. nuggets. Might be listening to a Disney playlist from HJ's yeah. daughter. Yeah, if we're lucky. If we're lucky. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. Hey, uh, I, I, do we have anything else do we want to cover with the... Any we're going to do these. We're going to do these more frequently, right? I hope so. Once we have... Uh, we got content now. We, got well, we have a, a race to talk about. I mean, we're going for this division title. So. Well, we've got a goalie controversy to start up. Like we got a lot of things on the agenda for this season. <laughs> you know, the breakout stars will will break out. Oh, we should also one thing we should mention is uh, Joe Sai is going to own two teams in this league. Oh yeah, apparently that's okay. What if he just owns lacrosse? <laughs> just I mean, he- everybody just works for Joe. <laughs> It'd probably be the best thing for the sport. He seems to be a pretty significant financial player in the PLL, which mm-hmm. we, we should say the PLL has had a good couple of years in the, in the stead of the NLL. They, they seem to have done well ratings wise this summer. Yeah. They so seem to be a, a successful business as far as I can tell. Right. Yeah. seems like it. Or, or if, if not the, they have, uh, good people working for them who can spin it into being a good business and to give us that impression without uh, a more rigorous analysis from our end. <laughs> which, which we'll never be able to do. So Which we'll good. never be able to do, so it's fine. Uh, but so, yeah, he has been granted uh, an expansion franchise in Las Vegas. He'll continue to own the Seals, and he'll now also own a Las Vegas franchise, franchise though that will not debut this year. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I hope he still loves us. And still makes us the top priority. I'm actually eager to start up that controversy as well for when one of our players winds up in, in Las Vegas. Um, yeah, just trade the conspiracy deadline. theory. Yeah, it, it could be a good source of content for us. It could be, and if it's Dan Doby, then I will immediately begin wondering why we still haven't heard why he was suspended. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Dan. Dane's going to do our podcast, isn't he? And that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Can we get Dane on the podcast? Season finale, dude. We have to build up to it. We have to, he's got to hear about it. Once we get our press passes, right? Oh yeah. Working on it. Working on Nick. it. <laughs> I, I mean, what's, what's our angle going to be? Are we conflicted Do- Doby fans or are we just all in on Doby? And I'm ready to go all in. I'm not he's, ready. He's, he's our bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like being a Raiders fan. Look, this this city, uh, you know, different sport, but this city rallied around Milton Bradley back in the day for, right. for a, a bright, like six weeks of time. Like if, if we could do that, we can mm-hmm. do this for Dobie. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Ravens fan. Ray Lewis killed the guy. 
Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> hey, it's it's the laundry, right? That's yeah. not the. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. Well, hey, well, let's check in after a few games or, you know, maybe next week. I don't know. Yeah. After after the greatest night of our lives. I just and want to that... say Ray Lewis didn't kill a guy. That's obviously. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, yeah, check us out at Seal City SD. We'll be we'll be tweeting all Friday night at the Pachanga Arena. For you wait, real. Nick. Our 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 juices are going to be flowing after Friday. Like I think I we're going to be all in on lacrosse. Like especially when right. base, baseball goes in lockout tomorrow. Like it's going to be lacrosse city here. Yeah, brunch pod lacrosse. Saturday. Let's yeah. Talk. We have to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thanks for listening, and hey, don't forget Friday. Dive in. Is that good? Oh, seals. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We must protect this field. We must protect this field. We must protect this field. Player runs up this is our house with a San Diego Seals.